Are you intrigued by the idea of making a real difference in the healthcare space? Do you envision a future where your innovative solutions and product services transform lives and lead to business success? If so, you're not alone. Healthcare entrepreneurs like you are driven by a passion for problem solving and improving the quality of lives for countless individuals. In this episode, we'll uncover the key factors that can propel your healthcare business to a new high while drawing from the wisdom of Sachin Patel, a renowned figure who helped hundreds and thousands of practitioners launch successful online businesses. Healthcare entrepreneurs, are you ready to rewrite the rules for your business so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while creating a positive social impact? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provider's Edge. I'm your host, Sabrina Rumbach. I'm a provider, an international peak performance keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. Let's open the gateway to profitability for you today. My guests and I help healthcare entrepreneurs and startup founders like you break through barriers so you can control your business, control your life, and control your future. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. This is your host, Sabrina Rumbach, and today we have the exciting Sachin Patel here with us. And he is a father, a husband, a philanthropist, a functional medicine practice success coach, a speaker, an author, and breath work facilitator, and a plant medicine advocate. His podcast, The Perfect Practice, has been ranked top 5% by Listen No, and it's definitely a must listen for anyone who works in functional medicine and health coach to grow your own business. And I'm so excited that he has a new app, the Breast Source app. And we know it's been downloaded already, more than 5K on Apple. And then for people like me who are Android users, we are also above a thousand. So definitely check those out. And Sachin, thank you so much for being here with us. Sabrina, thank you. It's uh, quite the honor and I'm excited for our conversation today. Yes, I'm always here to celebrate all the amazing things that we're doing in the healthcare space because we all take a very different angle to it. There's no right and wrong. It's just what we found the best solution for the community that we're serving. So for you, what really got you excited in the first place to move into this field? Well, you know, I started off as a chiropractor and then moved into functional medicine uh, as a result of a few things. One, I started running into clients that I couldn't help. People who were some of the sickest people in our community really didn't have anywhere to turn to when they were looking for answers. And right around that same time when I was encountering these clients uh, who I couldn't help, I started learning about functional medicine. And then I started with myself and realized that uh, the life that I had accepted of being tired all the time of having, you know, chronic skin issues, of having digestive issues. I just thought that was normal until I started looking at my health through a more functional lens. So from the outside, you wouldn't think any of these things were going on necessarily, but from the inside, I was really struggling with things like digestive issues, joint pain, fatigue, and so on. 
And when I started living a more functional based lifestyle, got rid of dairy and gluten and some inflammatory foods and started optimizing, you know, other things in my life, my health started improving dramatically. And I wanted that for other people. Uh, so much so that I opened up my own clinic and then moved back to Canada, opened up another clinic. And that got the attention and eyeballs of some of my colleagues. They're like, hey, I love the message you're putting out there. I love how you're doing this. Can you teach me? And that turned into me starting a coaching practice where now I coach practitioners on how to set up their practices so that they could have you know, what I consider the five freedoms. They could have their health, they could have emotional wellness, they could have geographic freedom, time freedom, and of course, financial freedom. Yes. And which is all of us have that journey that we have to figure out and go through and nothing really is holding us back, but actually launching us in the right direction that we're supposed to be, we're meant to be in, mm -hmm. for this path. And I definitely see every lesson is uh, a new opportunity, new door that got us where we are. And for you, it's exciting to be in the position of seeing you made a pivot at the same time, giving you more freedom of time, finance, people, location, and be able to move, be able to uh, be a great father, be a great husband, and then creating all the amazing work. And as many of us who has made those small pivots, actually, instead of just thinking about we are individually serving that one individual patient who come to us, now we're actually serving hundreds, millions of patients because we can help the individual practitioners and the way that they're growing, they're making bigger impact and you are making even more impact through their practices. So I'm so excited for you to be in this place. And I know uh, through that journey, you made a, a many great connections. Um, so what do you feel like are some of the typical challenges that you see people you work with where you get, uh, you have gone through yourself that uh, has been some bigger lessons that you're hoping people to take away? Yeah, I think like one of the things that uh, has held me back and and I see in other people uh, has held them back or holds them back rather is is really ourselves, right? And I know it sounds so cliche, but at the end of the day, it's absolutely true, right? It takes courage to put our message out there, especially if it's disruptive and kind of goes against the grain and kind of shakes things up a little bit. Uh, in fact, I just had a post I shared yesterday and it's amazing how many people get triggered by simple facts, right? I said I stated that, you know, most chronic diseases are caused by the choices that we make, not by random chance. And you see people coming out of the woodwork and they're all triggered. And, you know, some people who don't have the conviction that I do, or at least now do, can easily never share a post like that again. And, you know, one of the challenges with that is that our truth kind of gets buried inside of us instead of us being able to, you know, fully express it. So, I think we get in our own way, we get in our own heads, and it takes courage for us to put our message out there, you know, being that it can be disruptive or it can be something that kind of shakes people up. And we need to do that, right? We need to shake people out of their slumber sometimes uh, because otherwise they're just going to keep hitting snooze and and suffer needlessly at the expense of, you know, living their best life. So I think we get in our own ways and then a lot of times we'll deflect that uh you know, as perfectionism, oh, it's got to be perfect for me to launch this or uh, other excuses like I just don't have time or I don't like technology or I don't like social media. And of course, there's there's so many ways that we can put our message out there, you know, that are low tech, that don't involve social media, but it's important that we do get our message out there into the world. 
Right. It's about stand behind what you believe in. Definitely from um, my background in positive intelligence, we talk about there are 10 sabotaging tendencies. We held ourselves back. And those tendencies not necessarily are something that is bad for us. It's just something that we create our own persona. It's not who mm. we truly are. So if right. we can even recognize that sooner, when people judging us, or sometimes, actually a lot of time, we judge ourselves so much. Uh, what's the quality of this? Should I say this? Should I uh, put this out? Should I do X, Y, Z? What are you, people going to think about me? Right? All of those judgmental uh, questions and um, criticism, actually, it's not helping us. It's just that we feel like somehow we needed to be validated before we do that. But then we also know the analysis paralysis side, a lot of people end up not doing it. Mm -hmm. When you mention the word disruptor, so as you know, and many of our listeners know, I run a monthly virtual think tank and it's called healthcare disruptors. And for executive business owners and innovators, there are people really send me a long email saying, I should not be calling that disruptor because disrupting that word is negative. And for a lot of us, actually, we do want it to disrupt and making a statement in what's going on, not necessarily putting things down, but to say, how am I positively bringing a different light into mm. the conversation, into how we serve patients, into how we do things in the health and wellness space, and not necessarily saying, I'm just going to put a stamp on disrupt the flow. I think people is going to have their own interpretation. But when we truly believe in who we are, then we can first call out that supporter be like, oh, no, no, right? Like I call my judge the itty bitty shitty committee, right? Like <laughs> you, you can sing on whatever you want in the corner. I recognize you, but you sh would not stop me for being me for sharing my messages. And so that's very exciting and in many different ways uh, align with a lot of us who are in that area. And I also believe you're saying is 100% true is many of us also have the fear of not able to take 100% ownership of what we do. And it definitely can feel like there's always a reason for what's happening to me instead of I have to say, I did this. I ate a bunch of different things. It didn't agree with my body. And that's a result of the chronic inflammation, chronic disease. It doesn't matter if it's Eastern West or Western medicine. Actually, the first step in a lot of treatment, if you think about generalized family practice, whatnot, it all comes from food, diet, exercise. However, many individuals resort to, let me just go see a specialty. Let me just have a quick fix. And I think that quick fix mentality is what driven a lot of us and actually not seeing the true nature of we're not, actually not taking 100% ownership of what's happening. And we needed to get started in that route. And love it that you mentioned people's success is really based on them, right? And instead of allowing or complaining about what the environment, what lack of resources you have or not have, how about find out the resources that most align with you and make it as simple as possible. Don't overcomplicate it and just get going. What 
do you believe now that you have helped hundreds of practices running big events with some uh, really great recognized mentors in our space, what have you found to be the key features that truly create that sustainability and successful practice for people? Oh, great question. I, th- I think one of the things that leads to a sustainable practice is us taking good care of ourselves because everything kind of emerges from us. So we have to take good care of our physical health and of course, our emotional health as well and set up a lifestyle and a practice that are congruent with the same message that we're trying to put out there in the world. You know, it's hard for us as practitioners to tell people to do things if we ourselves are not doing them for ourselves, because then we're out of integrity. We uh, tend to be out of alignment in a situation like that. So first and foremost is, are we living our message? And if we are, then that's going to create, you know, an attractive uh, type of lifestyle that other people are going to want. They're going to want your energy. They're going to want your vitality. They're going to want your intellect. They're going to want your physical capabilities, right? So, you know, we have to live our message. I think that first and foremost, because if our practice degrades our health and wellness, then that in and of itself is counterproductive, right? So we want to make sure that we're doing something to maintain our own health, our own wellness, our own, um, you know, physical and mental prosperity. The other thing that we want to make sure we're doing is taking really good care of the clients that we have and generating referrals. So the best marketing that we can do is not the marketing that we do, but actually in in the conventional sense, but having an army of people that are telling others about how satisfied and happy and delighted they are to work with us. So, you know, over time in the beginning, we have to do more marketing, kind of like a plane. It needs a little fuel to get off the ground. But then after that, you know, the it doesn't require as much work and effort and as much fuel to keep going. It stays, you know, uh, at altitude because it's got that momentum. And so that momentum in our practices is going to come from us having the ability to create delightful experiences for people and them generating referrals for us and acting like our own personal marketing army, uh, if you will. In above section, Sachin emphasizes the importance of overcoming self-imposter barriers in healthcare entrepreneurship. He encourages entrepreneurs like you to have the courage to share your disrupted ideas and avoid falling into the traps of perfectionism and excuses. I added that self-saboteur often manifests as a self-judgment and analysis paralysis, hindering one's authenticity and message. Both of us agree on the significance of being disruptors in healthcare by positively challenging the norms. Sachin further stresses the need for individuals to take full ownership of their health choices, simplifying the process and finding aligned resources to get started. Overall, the discussion highlights the necessity for healthcare entrepreneurs like you to overcome barriers, be authentic, and adapt to changing consumer needs. Hey there, fellow healthcare entrepreneurs. Reach out to me, Sabrina Rombach, on LinkedIn. Let's connect and explore how we can elevate your business. Now, let's dive into the second half of our show. 
And of course, the other thing that uh, is attractive to other people uh, and attractive to your practices is, you know, really understanding how the consumer has changed, how the dynamic of the consumer has changed, how the practitioner relationship has changed over these years and modulating and modifying your practice to accommodate people. You know, people are so busy these days and with COVID and everything that happened over the last few years, a lot of things transition to being online, right? So how can we be accommodating to our clients, you know, so that we're meeting their needs? Maybe some people want to meet in person. Maybe some people prefer meeting online. In fact, most of our clients actually, we found prefer meeting in, uh, online because we live in such a busy city being in Toronto and, and having really a, a kind of a, a national or global audience. It just made a lot more sense. So we want to be able to, as a practice, also adapt to the, the ever-changing and evolving consumer needs as well. Great points. And when people think about creating relationship, of course, we have all heard the like, no like trust factor. And the uh, part where we think about just being known, while well, you can get known through podcasting, you can get known by paying ad, by running uh, different resources. And we also know, just like uh, when I help these bigger practices and organizations, we wanted to be in the realm of creating high net worth strategic partners because that way is no longer just hey my patients are recommending their family and friends now we're partnering up with people who are in your space and they're not doing the same thing as you do and really could complement each other and that growth potential is much higher and i believe harvard business school has shown that uh, lifetime value of those clients are 25% higher than anywhere else. So it's really amazing when you think about intentionally creating those relationships and not just very passively. Oh, if I do a good work, people will tell everybody, right? We needed to actually do and go and then understand what other people want. That really brings up to your third point of putting the like factor into not just for other people to like you. You have to like your clients, what struggles they have. You need to meet them halfway. And that's truly creating those trusting relationship uh, belief system for them to continue coming back to you instead of just showing up one time and disappear for months at an end, then you're not really creating a great impact. You just put a bandaid on something. And then do you really know what happened to them when they got home? So amazing tips. Uh, love what you have shared. I know you also do a lot of many different things from coaching events app. Tell us more about what the fun and what you have going on right now. Yeah, sure. Sabrina, if I could add to that, uh, there's a great book and a great reference that people might be interested in. It's Joey Coleman. And he wrote, wrote a book called How to Never Lose a Customer Again. And in that book, he actually talks about, he uses the banking industry as a reference point, and we can apply a lot of the principles in there to our wellness practices uh, or any business really, where you surprise and delight the customer. There's actually nine, eight to nine key triggers that you can uh, leverage. And that allows you to create an, an amazing experience, especially within the first hundred days. And you know, one of the things that I always tell my clients is that the extra mile is usually just an inch. So if you could figure out how to go that extra mile slash inch for your clients, go above and beyond. You know, a handwritten card can go a long way. 
a voice note can go a long way. A video message congratulating them when they join your program can go a long way. So there's lots of different ways that you can delight people that other organizations and businesses and, and healthcare practices, frankly, may not be doing. If you're looking to make that impression, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take a lot of effort. We have our phones, which are you know very valuable tools and resources for us to communicate effectively to people. And so I would highly encourage that book, How to Never Lose a Customer Again by Joey Coleman. Um, and then to answer your next question regarding events, you have uh, events that we host uh, called Perfect Practice Live. And these are fun events where we invite some of my mentors and coaches and, and some of the, the uh, community members that we coach in our, in our mentorship program. And we have them share some of the best practices and mindset shifts and business uh, strategies that you can that they can use that the audience can use to leverage their business and, and put that message out there uh, in the world because you know frankly I, I think that pump has been primed for us wellness practitioners to really make uh, a ripple in the universe and and make our mark I think the last few years have showed us that nobody's going to come and save us uh, despite their best intentions it ultimately the responsibility lies on us to ask the right questions and seek the right type of help and and also find practitioners that are in alignment with the type of care that you know we want and and our clients want for themselves as well so at perfect practice live we have uh, some amazing speakers that come and share their insights and their stories and uh, help us have breakthroughs clinically. We help uh, we help our clients and attendees have breakthroughs mentally and emotionally, and then of course we also help them have breakthroughs uh, strategically in their business as well. Sachin highlights the importance of creating exceptional customer experience in healthcare business, referring Joe Camello's book, "How to Never Lose a Customer Again." He emphasizes the value of going the extra miles for clients and shares practical tips like sending handwritten cards, voice notes, or voice messages to delight them. Sacha also discusses the significance of an event like Perfect Practice Live, where mentors and coaches share insights and strategies to help practitioners succeed in the ever-evolving healthcare landscape. His message underscores the need for practitioners to take initiatives, adapt to changes, and align with the type of care their clients seek. If you haven't done so already, subscribe now for the latest insight and actionable tips from our expert guests. Let's rewrite the rules for your business and create a positive impact in healthcare. Back to the show now. So it's a it's a fun event. We 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 typically hold nothing back. We share all of our frameworks and and uh, strategies so that you know people can come to the event and start applying things Monday morning, and it can make a positive impact in their business and in their personal lives as well. Perfect. Definitely, everyone who have not known what their events like, go check it out. And we'll definitely drop the link in the show notes. And what's the best way for them to go find out more about the event? Yeah, well, thanks for asking. They can go to perfectpracticelive.com and uh, register for absolutely free at the event link. 
Awesome. Yes, we'll definitely share those resources um, for you to really see practice doesn't have to be complicated. Yes, there's are multiple different hats you might have to switch off, but at times you can actually delegate to the right people and not have to do everything yourself. Even the personal no, you can be the one who's signing it while a, your assistant write out the rest of the message. And <laughs> whatever way that you can make it personalized yet doesn't have to be all on you. There's plenty ways that you can make that fun and then really engaging with your patients and still enjoy the practice that you brought because you're the unique person that nobody else can do what you do. And what would you say is next for your business, a company vision for perhaps the next five years or not? Wow, great, uh, great question. You know, it's it's sometimes it's hard to project that far into the future because I see my son being five years older, and, and I don't want him to grow up so quickly. Um, but I think for me, you know, what I want to do is I want to continue making a positive impact uh, on practices. I'd love to, you know, the the one of the visions that we have, and let's see what happens is 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 really having you know many many practitioners that are out there that are deploying the assets and resources and frameworks that we've created to create simple health solutions uh, for their clients. One thing I've looked into but haven't dove into just yet is uh, franchising our model. So that might be something that we consider as well is how do we how do we take this and, and franchise it so that we can help as many people as possible using the the frameworks that we've created of simple health. You know, our mantra is that the doctor of the future is the patient. And uh, what we want to do is we want to kind of flip the script and switch things up a little bit and and get people to realize that nobody can be a better doctor for you than you can be uh, for yourself. Perfect. Thank you so much for this. And um, uh, lastly, what do you feel like who else could be great people that we should celebrate on this show? Well, definitely. I want to celebrate my wife. She's my unfair advantage, my right hand and my left hand at times. And she works with me in my practice. And of course, I want to celebrate my team for always being there, supporting me, uh, guiding me, nudging me and steering me in the right direction and being there to be a support, a great support system. And of course, the people that are in our community, we have a fantastic community. I love that each and every single person who's part of our mentorship community, but also our larger community uh, is here to make the world a better, happier, healthier, and more whole place. So shout out to all of those folks as well. Yes, love it. Because we know we all wanted to have some hand-holding with the right people and that that's how we can grow exponentially and healthcare is such a place that we cannot do things alone and even with the solo practitioners out there you all have other people to support you and really think about those people how you can bring them better into your world and seek out the right ones that really uh, continue to scale into the right direction that feel good to you because not everyone needs to, to create that multiple clinic, a big a group of a practice. You can feel good in your little community and at the, your own pace. Um, but that doesn't mean again, stay being a solo practitioner. Uh, and I appreciate that you're celebrating your team because we know just like myself, I can't do anything by myself. I'm always have to checking in with my, uh, really my chief of staff and then um, the, the other people who support in 
anything to wrong this happen, right? Just like when we do a show, yes, maybe we're here to record, but there's a whole team to make sure they sound good and editing the right way. So when you guys get to hear us or watch us on lives or on our TV show, and you get the best quality that there are to support you. And so we appreciate you guys for joining us uh, and definitely go check out practiceperfectlive.com to see all the amazing things, the events that that's the chance hosting with other amazing experts in our space. As you embark on your journey in healthcare entrepreneurship, remember that success is attainable by overcoming self-imposture barrier, delighting your clients, and staying attuned to evolving customer needs. Such an insight shed lights on the path to achieving your vision and making a meaningful impact in the healthcare industry. Whether you're considering a healthcare technology startup, a functional medicine practice, or any other healthcare-related venture, these lessons can guide you toward success. A quick summary. Number one, Sachin's journey from being chiropractors to functional medicine began with a desire to help those with unanswered health issues. His personal transformation through dietary changes and lifestyle optimization led to establishing clinics and coaching practitioners toward achieving the five freedoms. Number two, overcoming barriers is vital in entrepreneurship. Sachin highlights the need to overcoming self-imposter obstacles that hinder progress, like fear of sharing disruptive ideas. It's crucial to discard perfectionism and excuses, finding effective ways to convey your messages. Number three, building trust and creating delightful experience in your healthcare business requires a genuine connection with clients. Delighting them through small gestures like handwritten cards or personalized messages turn clients into advocates who refer others to you. Number four, adapting to changing consumer needs is essential in the evolving healthcare landscape. Post-COVID, practices must embrace flexibility, such as online consultations, to ensure long-term sustainability. Number five, looking ahead. We envision expanding the impact through potential franchising in Sachin's business model while empowering patients to take control of their health. Sachin's vision aligns with the idea that the doctor of the future is the patient, offering simple health solutions for individuals. It's the same concept you can apply to business. How could you simplify every step so you can keep your efficiency and make every day enjoyable? Thank you for listening. Remember, the positive change we're seeking starts right here with me and you. If you're a fan of the show or if you are just having struggles or success that you're either experienced in the past or are experiencing now in the healthcare industry, these matter to all of us. I want to hear from you. Visit sabrinarombach.com forward slash connect and send me a direct message. 
Talk soon.